Here's the snap back. Here's the kick. He's got the leg into it. If it is good, and it is! Austin Stars! A 49-yard field goal! And Indiana leads 27 to 24! Austin Indorak wants to throw it. Rolling out of the pocket to a strong hand. Delivers deep down the field. Can we do two straight podcasts on a running backs coach? Bet your ass we can. Welcome to the LEO podcast. I'm your host, Michael Bragg. You find me on Twitter. It's at Braggley, B-R-A-G-G-L-E-Y. I'm here, as always, with my co-host, Brandon. Find him on Twitter. It's at Brandon Dubich. Brandon, spelled traditionally D-U-B-I-C-H. Brandon, we are at episode 75. And how do we celebrate it? By not preparing at all. There's so nothing up, like Brandon? a content party, because a content party don't stop. Don't stop. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, as always, showing up late scruffy unshowered but still here is our producer seth you can block him on twitter it's at say top five s-e-t-a-h-5 what's up seth i am phoning it in like always of course <laughs> um as i'd mentioned we're on episode 75 that's not the part i was focusing on what i'm focusing on is the fact that we have done zero nothing i think brandon's actually done the most uh, preparing of everybody here today and uh, by preparing I mean he sent us an outline which I usually do uh, about an hour and a half ago so bear with us we'll do what we can do I'm sure Brandon will uh, carry everybody's entertainment the entire time and uh, we'll just you know we're trying so here we go cool Brandon let's start with some uh, some news that well I think um, first we do a little bit of housekeeping Okay, right. go ahead. Let's do a little bit of housekeeping. You do the housekeeping. La- this is your podcast. Last year during this time, we recapped the 2020 season. Mm-hmm. How magical it was. If you guys have been with us for a year, you guys know we did a rewatch. And there were a lot of good moments. And even in the games that didn't turn out our way, there were a, a lot of good moments. For your sanity and our sanity... We're not going to do that this year. Mm-mm. So that does bring a little bit of dog days of winter, right? Um, so I think that you're you're kind of going to experience that. Um, as I mentioned, the content party don't sleep. Um, and today uh, we're just going to kind of cover uh, what I think is semi-relevant news, right? I mean, everyone lost their minds over the new running backs coach. Um, um, so the, the relevant news is that the program is shutting down. Is that correct? That's what I've been apparently. Reading, so. Apparently, okay. we'll get, we'll get into that. We're gonna go into Bill Connolly, uh, Mike Bragg's favorite person. Um, we're gonna get into a little bit of that because his stuff is starting to come out. Um, but uh, like we always start things off, we kind of start things off with news and news and stuff. Uh, the first one being um, our offensive line. We have a, we have a transfer going out. Brady Feeney, um, you know comes from uh, St. Louis, Missouri area, uh, was a decent recruit coming in, um, and now he's going out. Um, Michael, 
we kind of talked about our offensive line was already thin. Any worries for a guy that never saw the field? Nope. You know my rule. If you were good enough, you would have played. Um, so especially nah. in that position group, right? Yeah. It would be nice. I mean, we need depth. We need um, people that can step in and make, I mean, somewhat of it. Just block would be a good start. Um, now, did you see we have an offer out on a transfer lineman? Bring them. That's experience. That's the one thing that we need. If you're going to have depth, have depth with experience, not somebody that can't make the field with what was, I mean, we all saw it, um, whether it was scheme or it was the actual coaching or the actual players it was not a good offensive line it was terrible yep so yeah let's see what happens let's see if we can't get this transfer in here um i would assume we can it seems like we've been batting about a thousand on transfers so far this season so pretty pretty good so why not 17th in the country 17th best transfer recruiting class it's again add add another top 20 uh accolade this offseason um but yeah, and I think, again, there are going to be transfers after the spring game, right? There are going to be players that whether, you know, they don't mesh or the culture doesn't fit or they don't like where they're at on the depth chart. Having some roster flexibility, um, the Pacers certainly know a whole lot about roster flexibility recently, um, certainly isn't a bad thing, I think, right now. So if you have a few spots open, um, Brady Feeney, wish him the best luck, but uh, I don't mind for an open spot or two on the roster. Yeah. Yep. That's fine. Um, and that's all the news really. I think there's, some, on, I think there's some other big news. Is there? One that you were more excited about than I was the running backs um, coach, right? Is that what you're no, no, about? The, the, uh, no, 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 no. Okay. We got, we, uh, we got the date and time. Of oh our first yeah. Big 10. Our, for our season opener playing under the lights against Illinois on a Friday. Yeah, I didn't home. love it. We'll I it. didn't. I, I didn't love it. You did. Why do you like it? So this is what I this is what I said. So I sent this to um, another group text with my brothers, and the first response was, "I hate this. I hate Friday night games. I hate that." I mean, I I came out and originally was very opposed to the Big Ten doing a Friday night game, but think about it this way. And I don't know if this is how it works. I did preface this when i said this but if you're iu would you rather if you were given the opportunity the big 10 comes to you and says hey here's what we'd like to do we'd like to put your first home game against illinois on friday night but we need i think i don't know if that's what they have to do or not get approval or maybe this comes from the athletic director doing the scheduling i'm not sure um this makes sense would you to get butts in seats a night game, whether it's a Friday night game or Saturday night game, I don't think you're getting opening weekend night game against IU Illinois. You, you put this game or you accept this game or you do whatever it is. This makes sense. It, it, whether they picked it or not, this is good for getting people to the stadium. I know that it's during high school football, so you'll have a lot of those parents that are high school football parents or high school football players that won't be able to you make throw it. throw visits right away. I mean, yeah. you lose a visit. You lose but a visit okay. where you're probably going to win. Well, you know, we hope knock so. On. Knock on wood, yeah. Um, but you, you get seats in. You get people in the seats. You get the students in. But because you're coming off of, let's be real. I mean, if you're just looking at it from a 10,000-foot view and you don't dig into it like we do every single day, 
you see two and 10 and you think, I don't want to go watch football until they start winning. I'm not going to a noon first week of the season game against Illinois, but I will go to a Friday night game where I can get absolutely sloshed before the game and then get naked with my other guy friends in the corner of the stadium and jump around. So jump, jump, jump. Around. Yes. So I, that's why I think it's a good idea that, and it's, a, it's probably a nationally televised game. I would assume FS one no, pick that up. Maybe it could just be a big 10 network game. I don't think so. Friday night. I think it's usually like an FS one game. They're not, they would put but, that on over Boise state. Toledo. Regardless, the, the people want to know what time would our, is our tailgate going to start on that Friday? Oh, as noon. soon as the gates open noon. If that, if 11? they open at noon, I'm there. I mean, it's a, it's a seven o'clock kick. You, you, we've been at seven o'clock tips. I think they open up at 11 or 12. Usually very first comment or well, first comment on there right now. Um, the very first one is great. Is this is not good news to a high school football coach who plays games on Friday nights in Indiana. Well, that makes my season ticket decision a lot easier. So because they play one game on a Friday night, he's not going to buy season tickets. Yeah, and, and producer Seth actually making himself worthy here. Indiana doesn't make this call. Indiana didn't say, let's schedule this on a Friday night. This, this, is, this is the Big Ten Network. This is the Big Ten Conference making this decision. So, um, buddy, if, if, if you be mad at the Big Ten, don't be mad at us. Uh, just Or just realize how economics work and buy your season tickets and pro- probably just sell your tickets for a decent amount for a Friday night game. High school uh, coach. So Either way, I mean, that's – I wasn't excited about it, but now, I mean, we're going to be tailgating all day in nice September weather. Yeah. Going to be awesome. I'm coming around to the idea mostly because I love tailgating and I love hanging out with you guys. Maybe we can do a live thing. Maybe we'll Ooh. be like popular enough by then to do something like that. I don't yeah. hate it. I don't hate it. Yeah. All right. Next, next bit of news before we get into the big running back talk um, is Bill Connolly. He's starting, you know, rosters are starting to formulate. So he's starting to put together, you know, his big brain formula of production. And based on Baz, based on the running backs, based on, you know, um, the wide receiver groups, he says we're going to score a touchdown more a game, which sounds great until you realize we scored about two touchdowns a game last year. So are we excited about IU scoring 21 points a game? Because personally, that's still not enough. I said it before the podcast, and I'll say it again. Nobody knows anything about any of this. Look at the entire offense of all of the skill players, and they're all brand new. Every single one of them, except for DJ Matthews. Do you know what I mean? New quarterback, new running back, new wide receiver, new tight end for the most part in Barner. You've got new everything, new offensive offensive coordinator, coordinator, running backs coach. Oh, God, running backs coach again. Uh You've got all of these new parts. Like how I know that he's doing his little formula. I get it, but that it doesn't mean anything to me. I'd love to go back and, and I'm sure he's been fairly accurate or else he wouldn't get this much pub and he wouldn't get this much of a, of a run every single year. I mean, but, he is like, is he like the Ken Palm of oh God. 
of that's a of trigger word for football. me. Be careful. I do not like Ken Palm either. But well, the NCA doesn't even regard that it exists, right? It's fairly like, accurate, except for with Gonzaga, which he's always pumping up to number one all of the time, and they could always fail him. They've so. never won a. They've never won a, They've been relevant for twenty five years, and they've never won a championship. Um, Have they been to but, as many? national championships as iu has been to in the last 25 years correct correct so uh but, but i'm just saying is that is that a decent comparison for people that don't know bill Connolly? like yes yeah. it, it, yeah, it yeah, is yeah. the ken Palm so. of, yeah. of of college football yeah. yeah so again if he's only saying seven more points let's talk about it guys how many i mean iu has to be at in the 25 27 i mean their defense is good but they're not holding big 10 offenses to sub 20 points Right. We need to be in that, I think, 27, 28 points per game range. We need to go. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Hypothetically speaking, if they had scored seven more points per game last year, they win the Michigan State game and they win the Maryland game. You're looking at a four and 10 team still. Four and eight. It's not enough. I'm sorry. Four and eight. Seven points is not enough. Again, guys, 30, 30 injured players, 18 injured players out for the season it's not that's a shell of a team no it's seth i'm not arguing with you no no no. you're right you went back and you did research for the first time ever and you found out and it was good that those would have been wins i was i was dude i was perked up when you were like yeah we would they would have won michigan state like oh okay can keep going and then maryland and and, like, and then that's, and, that's, and no end that okay no end that <laughs> still lose to cincinnati by a touchdown yeah, yeah okay. well you know right but that's not throwing as many pick sixes nowadays i don't think so um yeah so I, i'm good i don't care <laughs> i guess more, more, more bill Connolly stuff is going to come out over the coming weeks right um when put total us four and a half wins. four and a half defense wins. projections are going to come out so yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think it's at least a barometer and it's at least something it's content season, baby content season. Um, all right. So we've kind of worked through all the other news. So now it's everyone's favorite topic. If you're on Twitter or message, I have boards. something real quick. I'm coming around your boy, Miles Jackson. Yeah, dude, I'm telling you coming around. Okay, a lot he's going to be a fan him. favorite. Yeah. Okay. Continue. So Again, if, if anyone listening hasn't been on Twitter and hasn't been on message boards, you don't know that apparently we need to get really, really upset about running backs coach and kids partying. Those are two things that have have the uh, the IU Twitter ablaze. We're going to stay away from the suspension thing and we're going to focus on running back conversations. It was not weed, Brandon. Stay off the weed. Oh, no, no, no. It was not weed. I'll say it no, again. That, it was not weed. Say it. Say it, Seth. No. <laughs> Seth Sensei. Yeah, have you guys seen that Stephen A clip? Stay off the, the weed. weed. Yes. Seth sent a um, Jeff Ravjohn's tweet <laughs> where I think Ravjohn's Ravi, which we, we love him, uh, just trying to get the news out as quick as possible or maybe frustrated by how many mentions he's getting. About it was weed. It was weed. He sent out as something along the lines of, "I'm being told by sources, it was not weed. The players are suspended for not weed or something like that." I can't sometimes, remember. Sometimes, sometimes you owe a guy a favor and you 
I mean, take it for what it is. But then the very first thing in the group today was I used players suspended for drug use or something. And it's like, bro, they were all at the game. So it can't be like anything other than weed. I mean, it's just a little smack on the wrist. And yes, you still get, well, I guess going to Evanston's probably a punishment. So maybe it was worse. I don't know. Moving on. Um, yeah, the other thing everybody's talking about is the fact that we hired somebody who coached. Oh, I, tell me if you've heard of these people. Um, Steve McNair, Vince Young, uh, you know, Kerry Chris Collins, Johnson. Chris Johnson, CJ2K. Uh, you know how good Saquon people forget Barkley. how good CJ2K was. I loved CJ2K. It was two years, right? Over 2K, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Good dreads on that guy, too. Real good dreads. Um, yeah, but so why would you we ever that hire Saquon Barkley rookie year where he yeah. won everyone fantasy yeah. football championship? Yes, me. And then last year, what happens? Not this last year, but the year before I draft him. That was a terrible mistake. Um, you know, okay. you know who Adrian Peterson pay, played for in 2011, 2012, 2013? The Minnesota mm, Vikings. Okay. Well, I thought it was guess a trick who, question. Guess guess who was there? Our new running back coach. His name's Craig, by the way, Craig Johnson. Um, older gentleman for well, not really older gentleman, but older. Uh, tons of experience. If I can go through it real quick, I've got it pulled up. Um, as far as I'll just do the running backs coach stuff. So in 1985, running back coach for Army, 1986 to 88, running backs coach for Rutgers. Um, he's coached at uh, you know what? Let's just do this. This is better. These are the these are where he's coached: Wyoming, Arkansas, Army, Rutgers, Virginia Military Institute, Northwestern, Maryland, and then he just he went to this thing called the National Football League for quite a bit, where he coached with the Tennessee Titans as an offensive assistant, a quarterback coach, and a running back coach, and then he went to the Minnesota Vikings, where you mentioned. He was not the running backs coach, but he was a coach around Adrian Peterson for for three years. And then he did running backs coach for six years with the Giants. And then he didn't he just went back to Maryland. I mean, he was around Maryland forever. Went back to Maryland probably just to get a little, you know, a little retirement gig for a bit. And then he I don't know. I don't know. His whole backstory he took last year off. And now the running back. backs always seem to tear us up. I don't know. Yeah, you t- Right. Number five, whoever that was, that guy. My goodness. Farland. McFarland. That's it. That's who it was. Also good treads. Good treads on that guy, too. He's on he's a Pittsburgh Steeler, bro. Is he? Yes, he is. Uh, but like, yeah, this guy has a 30 year history. Yeah. Dude, he was coaching levels. before I was born, dude. Like, it's crazy. Well, we don't like Michael. This is a bad hire. Uh, Didn't you hear that? Brandon, we all, Brandon we all tell know. me how much t- Brandon, tell me how much influence a running backs coach has on the game. Honestly, I have been a I've talked football. I've loved football for 30 years of my life. I've talked more running backs coaches in the past two weeks than I have in the 30 years that I've like liked football. Yeah. Like this is bananas. We've given Dude. our three listeners two hours worth of running backs coach talk. My wife is tired of it. Your wife's tired of it. And Seth is tired of it. But that's what we got to do. No, I mean, I so, like so this guy. My, my let's wife, go, my let's wife get does not listen to this show, That's but she God. goes, she goes, 
She goes, what are you guys talking about? And I was like, uh, and I gave the list. And she was like, running back, you did that last week. I'm like, I know. <laughs> I, I know. listen on mute at double speed. So <laughs> <laughs> got to get those um, numbers up, baby. But I, you would have thought, like, I think this is the best hire of the offseason, guys. Eh, maybe some of the defensive coaches. I still but think, like, I still think my boy is. I still think tight t-shirt. I don't think of his name. I, I think this is an Walt, amazing hire. <laughs> this is a great hire. And, I mean, so uh, let's go back to the boxes that we did for the offensive coordinator. Okay. He, the only box he doesn't fit is he's motivated to get a next job. That's the only box he doesn't fit. He fits recruiting ties. He fits NFL experience. He fits player recognition. He, I mean, again, you can just keep going and going and going. Brandon, hey, the biggest box, the biggest box. We hired him to be a running backs coach. <laughs> Has he ever been a running backs coach ever? Yes. A, a bunch so of guess times. what? What do you know? And guess what? He's been a running backs coach in the NFL. That's crazy. But no, we're going to lose our mind because we didn't hire some guy from Minnesota. Okay. <laughs> Seriously, it, like, let's go, let's do this. Okay, so Pigs on, on 24-7, they have a, uh, well, they had one because it's totally irrelevant at this point, but they had a running backs hot board, right? Running backs coach hot board. Let me name off some names and tell me what the reaction would be. There's one person I think that everybody would be like, okay, I like him, former player. That's Kenny Burns. He's at Minnesota, right? But he's got, I don't, four five, maybe five years as a running backs coach, all in college, Western Michigan, Minnesota. No, it's all, yeah, Western Michigan, Minnesota. That's it. What if we hired Nate Cole from Toledo? What if we hired Jaden Everett from Tulsa? You know what I mean? Like uh, Craig Johnson is better than all of these. Guys. None of these people are like jumping off. The, you're not like getting USC's running backs coaches, like Liberty, uh, Central Michigan, Coastal Carolina, like, these people haven't coached at what, what did I say? Maryland, the freaking Titans, the Vikings, the giants. Those are not just like, you know, Toledo that's NFL, Maryland, Northwestern Rutgers army, who just does nothing but run the football. Like, I don't know if that's what they were doing in 1985. Well, easy yes, on the triple board, option. Okay. Easy but, on the triple. But option. again, Brandon, he's just a running backs coach. He doesn't call the plays. Like, he just needs to tell him. Take the ball and run. That's it. It's not yeah, high and tight. That's right. Seth is doing it right now. High and tight and run. That's it. That's all he's got to do as a running backs coach. And guess what? He's done it at the highest level. And I'm all good with it. So yep. yeah. Yeah. All right. Is that it? Is that what we're gonna do? That Let's is get that's... to the fun part of the pot. The, those those were the those were the four subjects I had. Um, the news and 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 covering it. So perfect. Now that everybody's turned us off, let's give a super quick word to the sponsor. It's Monon Track Club. MTC is Indiana's running brand built on a deep love for the sport in the Hoosier State. They craft products, tell stories, and create experiences that aim to celebrate, support, and add to Indiana's running culture. Guys, I'm not even kidding you. This dude posted on Instagram yesterday their club runs. I don't know how cold it was yesterday. It wasn't as cold as it has been, but I mean, you're talking 30s most dudes are out here still running. So check out the link in the show notes for more details on those club runs. If you're one of those weirdos that wants to run in spikes on ice, 
Um, but they have some pretty sick gear too. So check out their shirts, hoodies, koozies, all that stuff. They're cool guys, but it's just really weird to run like on purpose outside um, in the winter. So as a thank you to our listeners, they're offering 10% off for for now, I guess, until he hears this promo. Uh, so get it as quick as you can. It's LEO10, LEO10 at checkout. Now let's get on to Brando's Randos. Brandon, what you got? All right. Are you familiar with a guy named Tob Lusionbill? Oh. No. No, I am. So, I've heard. I said, oh. I've oh, heard the emphatic yeah. I've heard the name. Well, he is like ESPN's go-to college football recruiting guy. Okay. So, again, we, we followed 247, but there's also rivals in ESPN. He came out with his sleeper recruit of the cycle, and it was an IU player. Do either one of you know who it is? I know. I know who it is. If it's Soresby, I'm going to be pissed. It's Brinny. It's Soresby. <laughs> B-Sorbs. It's B-Sorbs. Yes. Yes. I'm telling you guys. I'm telling you, dude. He's he's high level college or high level high school football in Texas, in Dallas, like not not in West Texas, like any of that other stuff. I'm talking about high level Dallas, Texas football. He's played one year, I think, as a starter. I'm telling you, he's going to be really underlooked. I'm not going to say he's going to come out and be like a starter soon enough, but that dude is. Yeah. I think so he's in this in deal. this article, right? Like, this is a national article. This this is on ESPN Plus. It's talking about is this Texas A&M's best class ever? It's talking about Florida State surprising class. It's talking about Miami, Michigan, Oklahoma, uh, Oregon's recruiting class. So I don't, they're they're talking about everybody, and our boy B Sorbs, our boy B Sorbs. Get sleeper recruit of the cycle. That's right. That's that was crazy. really weird. I so I played. I kind of played stupid a little bit. So I I didn't remember the guy's name. But when you started talking about sleeper picks, I was like, okay, I know where he's going. I got the notification about like the breaking down the class and like all this other mm-hmm. stuff. And usually I only get them whatever they involve I use. So I'm trying to think like, did they talk about Deshaun? Did they talk about mm-hmm. or Deshaun? Did they going, talk about right? what do they do? Like maybe Jabron Payne? No, they were talking about Bernie Sorbs all day. I'm telling you, dude, the dude's gonna be a stud. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, what's next? It's the world we live in. We talked about it last week. We got a high school recruit that's getting NIL money. Did you see how much our recruit, Daya McCullough, might be making So unofficially? This is, uh, I'm going to go behind the curtain here, actually, for everybody to see this or hear this, because it's an audio platform, not a visual one. Um, I just shared on our screen exactly what Brandon's talking about. And I had no idea he was going to ask this question. So, yes, I did see this. $102,000 is what he's got coming in. Estimated, six right? Figs, is that correct? Man. That's six figs, yes. So, and he's third in the country behind, which, I mean, can we be real? Like, does Arch really need that money? No. Does he really need the money? 
1.6. I mean, his dad's out here doing uh, doing Caesars uh, commercials and stuff with with his pops and with Peyton. Dude doesn't need 1.6. So I don't know. Yeah. So Dave McCullough, 102. Uh, yeah, that's pretty impressive, man. It's pretty as, impressive. As a 17 year old with 102,000. With 102,000. What is the first thing you're doing, Michael? Legally. He's getting, legally. A, he's getting, a, he's first off, he's getting an Xbox if he doesn't already have one. He'll just buy, he'll pay no matter what the price is. And the second one, he's getting a car. And I'm pretty Absolutely. sure Dasan, I'm pretty sure Dasan, I think I've seen on his Instagram. I don't mean to be like weird like Stop that, but rush. like, yeah. you know, just going through stories. I'm pretty sure he's already driving a Mercedes. So it's just like, is that daddy's money or is he already pulling in the same NIL stuff that his little brother's pulling in? I don't know, so but good for I them. I sold out for the suburbs in northern, northern Indianapolis. I saw like a 16, 17-year-old kid get out of a Jaguar and I about puked. <laughs> Like I like I have like a 2010 black Nissan Rogue. Like it's fine, right? It's absolutely fine. And I pull into a Target, and this 16 year old kid gets out of a Jaguar, and I I got I got real upset at the world. You know, maybe he has an IL. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe maybe he has maybe, maybe. He has an IL, or maybe it's just Carmel. Who knows? Um, yeah, it's probably just that. Last rando here, um, and we already kind of kind of joked about it. Um, is the college basketball fan toxicity bleeding into IU football? Um, yes. And I'll tell you a perfect example was yesterday and I deleted my comment and I I hope this guy doesn't, well, I kind of hope he does listen to the podcast just because we want everybody to listen, but this dude, I wish I could have saved it or screenshotted it and sent it to you guys. Somebody posted immediately after the game yesterday, the foot, the basketball game on the football board. Man, I hope you guys are happy with this crappy performance. This team sucks or something like that. And I'm like, uh, I just, I kept deleting a bunch of the things I wanted to say to this guy. Like this is the wrong forum grandpa or like whatever, but it's crazy. It's literally bleeding into the football stuff, but it's like, we just saw it and we just kind of joked about it and talked about it with the running backs coach, dude, it's a freaking running backs coach. What? I mean, what, what were, okay. Here's what would have made people happy. Mike Hart. That's it. It feels like if we don't continue to recycle the same people that we've been successful with, as far as running backs go, no matter who we would have brought in, they would have been mad. That's it. And so now the program is folding and Tom Allen is terrible and blah, 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 blah. But then the first, you know, on a Friday night where this guy's not going to do season tickets because he's going to miss one game, he'll buy his season tickets after they beat Illinois. And again, knock on wood under the lights. And then all of a sudden the, the momentum comes back. It's all about winning. It's all about doing things because let's be real, Brandon. We've talked about it with this fan base. There are people that listen to us that I would consider to be diehard football fans or follow us on Twitter, whatever IU football fans, just like us. And we love every single one of you guys. We love all of the fans. I'm not, not talking, not saying that we don't, but what I'm saying is they don't pay as much attention to the football. They pay attention to the wins. They pay attention to the scoreboard, the stat book, the box scores. And then they judge off of that. 
if that makes sense, while watching Notre Dame on NBC. No, I, you know, and maybe I just noticed it because, you know, I follow IU football closer now in the past two years than I ever, ever have before. But like, man, like at a dime, this can change. And, um, and I can't believe it was a running backs coach that kind of exposed it. Um, it's a bummer. Um, you know, I, I try to stay out of the replies and stuff, but uh, even I slipped a little bit Saturday after the Illinois basketball game, um, getting in, getting into some stuff, but it, it, it's getting old. It's you were heavy old. in the drink on Saturday, I think. I was heavy in the drink on Saturday. Yeah, well, that'll get you. That'll get you going on the message boards. You have to stay away from the message boards, especially the basketball side of it. On uh, it was all basketball stuff. I, I I did not make a single comment on Twitter or the message boards about the running backs coach. Like that stuff was just that was too much. Um, but the basketball stuff is much. But all, that's all I got. That's uh, that's all I got as far as Brando's randos on a February 9th podcast. Well, there you go, episode seventy five. Uh, Seth, can we drain your sack? You got anything in there? Yeah. Speaking of in the drink. All right. So we're essentially what? Seven, seven hours from waking up for a, for a party weekend, sports party weekend. Mm -hmm. What are the best destination party sport events? I think we're about to witness one. I, and I wasn't as excited, um, and Brandon, I'm sorry to to talk about this with you in, in your presence, um, since you're not going with us, but I wasn't as excited about going to the, we're going to the waste management open is what Seth and I, and a bunch of other guys are going to, um, in, in Scottsdale. I wasn't as excited until probably yesterday when you start seeing now it's like, it's getting ready to kick up practice round start yesterday, the golf instant the golf Instagram accounts are going nuts. There's a dude took a, a video with the lights on, on 16 par three sixteen. If you guys, if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, Google waste management par three sixteen, and just take a look at that. They call this the, the, the people's tournament. This is crazy. Google YouTube videos, all that stuff of what, like what it's like. I'm super excited about it. Do I think it's number one? I don't know. We'll experience it. We've read about a bunch of stuff about the girl that passed out next to a porta potty that crapped herself. I mean, we we'll gotta see go, what you it's gotta like. Go. We've heard that it's we've heard it's been compared by people that live in Phoenix to they used to live here to the infield of an Indianapolis 500 at a PGA event. Which so, is, like, doesn't even make sense. No. That doesn't even. No. Comprehend. Have you seen it, Brandon? Have you seen oh, yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah, talking yeah. I've, about? I've had, okay. I've, had, I've had friends go. Okay. So For I'm sure. excited about stories. that. To, to answer your question, and then I'll let Brandon answer. Um, a I don't know. I feel like a national championship football. I mean, if your team in New Orleans, though, I guess. There we well, yeah, go. you're a big yeah. New Orleans guy. I, I was thinking Miami. I was thinking Miami, but I, Seth used to live well, you in love Miami. Miami. That's probably you not. Miami probably not a good thing for Seth to go back to Miami, but maybe like, you know, the destination spots. I mean, if it's in LA, March madness or else, Vegas, March madness would be great. Right. How about Vegas during March madness? Can you do that? 
do you have to go to the sporting event, Seth, or can you be in Vegas? No, I think you want to be. Like, I think your ass needs to be in a like on one of the pools, and you're just betting. Just oh, I was thinking in, in in a sports book in Caesars or something like during yeah, on the like tournament. the round of sixty four would be awesome. Or yeah. like our. Are big fights in Vegas dead now? Is that like I'm not a fight guy? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But either. still, it'd be like a, I think it'd be really fun. I don't know. I'm just trying to think. I think since ESPN are... took it over, it's just like yeah. I think the world's greatest it. cocktail party. Like they get pretty rowdy, You're right? They're they're in Jacksonville. I think that would be. You know, we're not. Neither none of us have a dog in in that game, but I still think that would be fun. I'm never going back to Jacksonville ever in my entire life. No, no, no. That not, we we've made our trip there. Stadium's great, right. by the way. I'll be honest. The stadium was pretty cool. Is Daytona too yuck? Daytona would yeah. be fun, I think. Though I, think I have an interest in NASCAR. I well, you got to avoid a lot of the problematic flags and stuff like that. That I'm sure <laughs> will be around. Um, uh, <laughs> oh, oh. How about this? You got to dress warm, but what about the New Year's Day uh, NHL outdoor? If game? your team's playing and if you like hockey, like my I, team's like, never going to be playing because like next year it's going to be the Bruins and Penguins in Boston, yeah, and I might go. Oh, like God, that that could be incredible to go. Um, that yeah, the Panthers are never going to play. I mean, unless they get they have to play away, but. I don't think that they can put an ice rink in. And also, they really don't have the fan base. They pick big fan hey, bases to go to uh, those. They've got a fan base now. Believe me, you better believe it. They <laughs> yeah, got a fan in Noblesville, and, Indiana. And you every, everyone, everyone else, else in is that. Miami. I don't know. Just check the standings. No, that's a good question, up. Seth. It's something that I haven't done, and I've I went to a Cubs Cardinals game. That's got pretty good juice to it. Yeah. Right. Like Yankees, Yankees, Red Sox, probably over Fourth of July weekend. That's probably got a nice little. We can nice just why can't we just say a bowl it. game? How much fun is a bowl game, Brandon? It was so much fun. I mean, the pins you said you said Yankees, and I immediately thought of the pinstripe bowl. That's probably and you know, depend. What about Pasadena? What about when matter, IU makes like, the Rose Bowl? No fun. It's been 50 68, was it? It was 54 years now. Is that right? Yeah, so we're we're due. We're due for one. <laughs> No, I think the there. point Don't of this set, right is last, like how'd that one go the last time you guys were in there? How'd that go? You jack. Get out of here. I think Seth's point is is like do it, right? Like if you get an opportunity to go to the waste management open or or Vegas for the round of 64 or any of these things, man, just I mean, just go, just do it. I'm with I you. don't like golf. Like I'll be honest with you, but party? Yeah. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm there, Seth, dude. I've been to two two live events like when you're there for the live stuff it's it's different it's much different than it is obviously watching it on tv is like great nap it's great nap material it's like watching the major league baseball on tv the one i went to is the senior open at crooked stick that's the one i went to but we had oh. we had a tent we had a tent there <sighs> so that it was much better free alcohol and wings and everything else so i had a great time that was a long day. <laughs> <laughs> this one should, uh, this will be a long day as well, but I think it'll be uh, freaking awesome. Right, well, you, you boys have a ton of fun. You guys, I don't think we're done yet. Have so he drained his, has he drained his Yeah, sack? my sack is. Okay, fantastic. I'm ready for bed too. All right, cool. Be sure to check out the pod on Twitter. It's at Podcast LEO. We don't do a whole lot right now, but we, uh, who knows? Who knows? Seth and I drunk uh, for four days. We'll see what happens. Um, 
on the on the Twitter account. Nothing else. Uh, be sure to download, follow, rate, review on all of our platforms. Tell your friends. I mean, just tell them to listen to this, and they're gonna say these guys stink. But tell them to give us five stars. So there you go. We'll talk to you next week when we hopefully put a little bit more effort into it. Um, probably not. Third, can we do running backs coach three week in a row? Maybe, maybe. I'm talking yeah. about somebody else's running backs coach. I don't know. What if? Uh, well, you know what? Maybe, maybe McCullough goes to the where was it? The Giants. I think that we're flirting with him. Maybe. Did you not see this? No, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, dude. <laughs> the New York Giants are flirting with McCullough now. It might take him from Notre Dame. That'd be funny that like our current coach gets to coach Barkley, and now maybe our old coach gets to coach Barkley. Full circle, yeah. baby. Full yeah. circle. He's like the Gunner Keel of of running backs coaches. <laughs> yeah. Except he's good. Except he's good. Except he's good. Yeah, whatever. We love you guys. Elio. Talk to you later. Elio. It was the weed. Elio. <laughs> he said it. Elio. Awesome day. Elio. Thank you so much, Rick. I appreciate that. Elio. All right. Great. Elio. Appreciate you guys. Elio. You're welcome, Dave. Have a great day. Elio. Have a great day. Elio. Appreciate you being here with us. Have an awesome day. And Elio. Oh, thank you so much. Elio. Well, thanks so much. Elio. Hey, thanks so much, Mike. Appreciate that. Elio. Appreciate you guys, man. Have an awesome day. Elio. Awesome. Elio. Elio.